Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Well, you know it's Halloween um, <laughs> next week. Yes. Well, I'm not even wearing a Halloween mask today and I've just <laughs> caught myself in the, re- in the reflection of the mirror and I, I look like something that's been dragged through the hedge backwards because I am so tired. Oh, so I know. Well, mate, You've been going through it, haven't you, with the, with the sleep? What, what the hell is going on? Like, it feels... Like I'm back in the newborn stage again. I mean, we've always had an issue in the house with early rising yeah. from Luna. That's, I mean, we've we've basically been chatting about this for five years now. So I'm sorry for anyone that's like, <laughs> she keeps banging on about it. But I kind of got my head around that. But Kit is now having a sleep regression and is waking up three or four times during the night and sort of crying out and moaning and why, you know, whinging. And then he'll, you know, bless him. He's just come out of nappies. And obviously he's needing a wee twice during the night as well, just because I think even just the slightest kind of tinge or maybe feeling that he needs to go, he's like, mommy, I, I just feel, I feel like I've got a, a brand new baby. Yeah. I'm absolutely shattered. And then Luna is coming in. I'm not being funny, but just she knows about the grow clock. She knows she has to wait for it. I'm not asking her to stay in her bedroom until 8am. I'm asking her to stay in it until 20 past six. And she's there every single morning at 5.30, just poking me in the face. Mummy, what time is it? And it's it's making me feel so pissed off. I can't tell you, George. Yeah. Do you know what? Am I doing something? No one wants to be woken up in the morning to someone poking their face. Like, let's face (laughs) it, it be like the hottest guy in the world and you'd be like please just don't just don't poke my face at 5:30 a.m. are you joking um, it's hard isn't it it's hard it is it's so hard mm. and i think this is that mm. whole thing isn't it around like when you're set, trying to set your boundaries like your bedroom mm. is almost like your haven it's like your safe space yeah. isn't it as as a parent when you know when you have got past the newborn stage and maybe they're not sleeping in your room anymore and yep. So almost if that becomes your place to escape, when they start to intrude or like take over that time that you actually get to yourself, even if you are sleeping, um, it, it can feel like a real invasion. Like that's how I like, it feels like an invasion mm, of your space right. and your privacy. I'm beginning to be a bit resentful 
Mm. You're, you're right, George. I'm, I, and, I, and I really, I'm really like sorry that I've been a bit snappy with them, but it's been really difficult to get my head around because the sleep deprivation is so savage at the moment. And then I'm trying to run the days. Any like anybody that's got kids that are up through the night will know how damaging that is yeah. for your sort of mental state mm. during the days when you're trying to function at work or trying to train or trying to you know be somebody that's got patience or just all everything just goes out the window. But I think you're right with the boundaries and. Um, I don't know if you ever sort of went through this with Gigi or maybe even with Axel, but he, he Kit suddenly seems to be frightened yeah. at night. You know, it, the light, I, I, there's a massive light underneath his bed because he's got one of those mid sleepers and mm. we keep that lamp on. He's also got his dinosaur lights. His room is, is he doesn't want to be in darkness. He wants to have it lit. Mm. Um, but he's just aware, I think, a little bit more of his surroundings and that he's scared. He keeps saying to me, I want to sleep with mummy. I want to sleep with mummy. He never, Aww. he used to sleep in pitch black. And so it's definitely a phase. It's just very difficult. And also I think with Luna, um, I feel like she is crawling inside me and taking every single piece of me again. Oh. And it's like whether whether that's to do with starting, a, you know, her new school. She's thriving at school, but when she gets with me, two super clingy kids, and yeah. they never used to be like that. Yeah. No. Do you know? I actually said to you when you phoned me, um, I can't remember what day it was, probably Tuesday, and you were you were saying to me, oh, they're just like waking up so early, and I I I, I think I should probably go back through our mm. our stories on mummers because when Axel started school, we had exactly the same thing because I think mm. you build yourself up to them starting school, and so many people say to you, oh, they'll be sleeping into eight o'clock, you'll be waking them up, you'll be dragging them out of bed, and you. You think oh my god I've just got to get them to school and that's what's <laughs> gonna happen it's gonna be yeah. so good and actually for us it was the complete opposite I was sometimes opening my eyes at like 5 45 and Axel was fully dressed standing next to my bed yeah like can I go to school now and I'd be like oh my god what what oh are god. you doing what are you doing um and I, but the thing is it's such a huge adjustment and like even like you say kit like coming out of nappies starting preschool you've moved yeah. house there is a lot to take in totally. and like as adults we just get on with it because we understand all those things don't we we understand change and we understand the process that happens when when things change and we just sort of take it on and, and we don't think too much about it but as children they don't understand like they don't understand no, they don't and maybe we and too schools much. and mm. all that they don't get mm. it they're just suddenly I think I said before like they're on a six-week holiday or a seven-week holiday and then all of a sudden they're in like a school five days a week nine till three and they're like hang on a minute when yeah. did this happen and the overtiredness we, we always talk about this but when you're when your kids are overtired mm. they sleep less yeah. Um, somebody, you know, we, we've obviously worked with a couple of sleep specialists over the years who've given us great advice on it, but like a run of 6 p.m. bedtimes is what's needed. Yes. And we're kind of trying to go through that. Like last night was quarter past six and actually Luna slept today until five to six, yeah. which was really good for her. Yeah. Um, and then actually Kit again, quarter past six. So it was, well, I mean, he woke three times in the night, but like it, it, was, be it was better. It was a better night. And I think I'm just going to keep doing that. They seem absolutely shattered. But I don't know about you. I'm... I, I try and be, I'm really tired, obviously, and I'm coping with all of that. And then we, I pick them up from school and I'm trying to have, I'm trying to be really like fun mum. Because mm. um, Dawson's not around, he's taken on a new job and I'm having to do all of it actually at the moment. And that's, it's exhausting. And then it gets to the end of the day. I'm trying to do bath time. I'm mucking around with them. I ask them to get out of the bath. They don't listen to me. I ask them again. I ask them again. I ask, and on the 10th time, I just shout because yeah. I'm like, get out of the bath. Yeah. And then Luna bursts into tears. And then she does this whole emotional thing where she's like, I'm, I've been so bad. You don't love me. And I'm like, oh my God, 
oh my god I just asked you to get out the bath I didn't mention love and then Mm. I don't know even just little things like please put your pajamas on please put your pajamas on put your pajamas on is anyone else going through this no it's just they don't listen I've had exactly the same and so I actually flipped it on its head um because I'm in the same boat like James isn't around anywhere near as much as he used to be around and Mm. I realized how much better behave they are when he's there right right like right god um (laughs) and so the other day I was exactly the same get dressed put your pajamas on and now I'm literally like if you don't listen to me on the second time if you don't listen to me I won't listen to you I won't listen to you anymore either and then you can see how it feels and Axel suddenly like what and I'm like well when you ask me for a drink I'll just blank you because that's what you're doing to me that's exactly what you're doing to me and he's like oh all right okay Uh, or I'll say okay well if you don't listen to me and because I've asked you 10 times to get out of the bath, there is no there is no story tonight because we don't have yeah. time because you've dragged it out so long that there is no time now. Whereas if you just like, listen to me the first time around, it'll be great. And I mean, it, it works sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't work. But it is yeah, literally tri- about them is good getting to that, that place yeah. where you're like, if you don't understand, like... List, like you have to listen to somebody because how how do you feel when you're not listened to like yeah just, it's so rude yeah it's, it's so, so annoying so rude and I just wonder if anybody like obviously it happens once in a blue moon where you have that idyllic bedtime mm. where they're like little angels and their hair's all perfect and they smell delicious and they've got their pajamas they on cuddle, themselves yeah. they want a cuddle and there's no tears most of the bedtimes are me going get into bed I've had enough because yeah. they just will not stop mm. it's just it's just and, and I think maybe it's just a phase or maybe I need to be harder earlier and so that they know that when mummy says it's time to get out the bath it is time to get out the bath there's no mucking around mm. um and 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 this is why today's podcast is so timely because I think both of us and from what we're hearing on mummers lots of you are feeling the same way about setting boundaries at home setting boundaries with your friends setting boundaries with your partner yeah. like it's quite it get we we I think typically as women I know we have lots of men that listen to the podcast as well we will get to a point where we are basically on the verge of a breakdown before mm. we say enough yeah, and we and, put up those walls and we're like and, no no more exactly so I think let's get through the questions because we've had loads of them today George do you want to kick us off yeah so this is from Katie my 18 month old now cries when leaving his grandma not me I'm heartbroken but no I have to have to work for sanity oh Katie yeah yeah, I've been through that. Yeah. I've been through that with our nanny Lucy, yeah, who's just part of the family. And it is really hard when the kids go, I don't want a mummy day, I want a Lucy day. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. I mean, I've put Kit to bed or he, Kit's woken in the night before. This was probably a year back and I've gone to him and he's gone, don't want you, mummy, where's Lucy? And I'm like, oh my God, my child doesn't want me in the night. They want, you know, it is the worst feeling in the entire world, but this this ebbs and flows this is in and out this is you know they're very good um at putting the emotional stuff back onto you they know how to make you feel bad and I I don't mean that as in they're calculated or manipulative because they're absolutely not but they also know who's been around them at that you know if granny put them to bed or granny was with them during that day and then you appear Mm. of course they're going to do that and they also know you're not you know you're off working they don't understand why they just know that you're not with them and then it's like well if you're not going to be with me I'm going to say I want granny yeah like I, I do think that happens at quite a young age but also on the positive side of that I always try and think how lovely is it that you have you know this, this is it daughter 
um, no, we don't know, boy or girl, 18 months old, your 18 month old feels comfortable enough with somebody else because you've allowed them to be like that. You know, yeah. we know, we can't, we can't be with our kids all the time. And ultimately no. what we're doing as parents is raising independent individuals. So for, for your little one to actually feel comfortable enough in somebody else, like with somebody else, is actually like such a pat on, like such a good thing for you. Pat on the back for you. Yeah, yeah pat exactly. on the back for you because they're feeling independent, you know, they're independent from you, which is amazing. And they feel comfortable enough and they have trust in somebody else, which is great. It might feel horrible at the time, but actually, you, you know, you, you're saying you have to go to work. So there we go. That's you setting your boundary. I know it's going to be, you know, it's difficult when, when they're crime because they want to stay with their grandma but you've set the boundary that you need to go to work for your sanity and I think you just need to kind of remind yourself of that and also like Zoe says it there it's all a phase so in probably mm. a few weeks time it will come back around again yeah exactly and they won't they won't want to be with granny yeah, yeah exactly um but yeah well done you for raising a little independent one Exactly. I think that one from Natalie is quite interesting because I'm really going through that at the moment. How to fit in anything other than childcare and work when you're so exhausted? Oh my God. This is me, Natalie. You and me are the same. And yeah. George, we're all the same. We are exactly the same. Do you know what? Dozzle went out last night and he went out with his best mate after work and he went out and had a lovely dinner with him and they were sitting having drinks and... Um, this this isn't me digging him out because I'm so I love the fact that he's gone out and done it and he's he 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 now finds the time and makes the time and does all that. I don't do that. Mm. I, I, I said the other day in an, in an argument, I was like, "Where are my friends? Like, I don't see anybody. Mm. I don't like I don't schedule in dinners. I don't go and meet met. Like, all I do is work and childcare, work and childcare, work and childcare. And sometimes I feel like my head is going to explode because I miss my friends. I miss socializing. Mm. I've got a DJ gig tonight, and I was like, "Oh, you're going to be in London? I got. I was like, "Yeah, I'm DJing for two hours, and then I'm getting a car back here straight away. Like, I'm not." You know, part of me thinks I should schedule in a dinner afterwards to yeah. actually message some of my mates and be like, but I'm so exhausted mm. and I know I'll be exhausted that I just want to come home. Like, it's really, really, really difficult. But I think sometimes you've got to push through the tiredness yeah. and you've got to set the boundary and say, I will not be just somebody who works and looks after the kids. I will also, you know, be a friend and be a lover and, you know, experience things in life again and go to nice restaurants or, you know, pop some McDonald's drive through whatever it is, um, and just, and just live outside of that. Otherwise it's just this treadmill constantly. I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. Yeah. No, do you know what? I totally get that. We've actually had a few weeks of quite a lot of social plans and I said to James, I was like, I just, I'm looking forward to a weekend without plans and how awful mm. Like, so I've broken through and I've decided, right, I need to start seeing my friends again. I need to like start going out again. But then on the flip side, you feel so exhausted from it. Like mm. literally mm. so exhausted that now this weekend, if anyone asks me to do something, I'll just say no, because I, I'm mm. almost, it's almost like a protection. Um, like I'm trying to protect myself from feeling wiped out. Mm. Um, and it is, I think it's just the hardest thing is finding the balance and I think it's whatever's right for you personally I don't think I could go out once a week anymore <laughs> even once mm. a week I'm like no that's that's too much I might make one arrangement during the day in the week and then yeah that's it and then or maybe one every other weekend like in the evening but it's it's really difficult because you want to feel fresh don't you you don't want to feel permanently exhausted but you also want to have fun difficult yeah and fun and fun 
uh, you know, everyone wants to have fun, but it's it's almost just the interaction. Like I feel lonely. Yeah, I'm really lonely. Mm. I, f- I really do feel it at the minute, and I think maybe it's because Dill's got these this job and he's out of the house now at seven thirty. You know, there's just like nobody, and yeah. like I probably need to have a little think about. I'm not going to get emotional. I feel like I'm going to cry. I'm not going to cry. Okay. I've got you. I we saw you this week, which was together, a treat, can't we? Yeah. <laughs> Zoe needs a friend. Zoe needs a friend. <laughs> we'll be right back after this short break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? This is from Kelly. Work three days a week, but still have so many messages on the other two. How to set boundaries. Ooh, you begin uh, at this one, George. Yeah, I was going to say, so... I think three days is a diff like is is a difficult kind of uh, thing to I guess what a, a difficult work pattern because I think when you work four days essentially what you're doing is fitting in a full time job in four days and you like cram it all in and it's you know everyone just thinks you're going to get the whole job done in those four days and it's brutal when you work three days that's a part time role and so on the other two days there should be somebody else that is yes. picking up the work. Like it shouldn't just be a full-time job in three days because that's impossible, right? Um, And so I would just be very clear, like I only work three days. On the other two days, I'm happy to pick anything up that's completely urgent, but, you know, maybe, maybe sort of work out what is urgent. But other than that, this is, I'm doing another job on those days. I'm, you know, I'm being a friend, I'm being a mum, I'm being, you know, I'm doing whatever else I'm doing on those other two days. So I'm not contactable. I think the other thing you can do is turn off your, so I've got like um, work group WhatsApps, um, like for my freelance stuff. And I, I turn off the notifications on the day that I don't work. So maybe, you know, if I've got half an hour when Gigi's like watching TV or something, I might just have a quick look to put my mind at rest but mm-hmm. other than that it's like setting up turning your emails off so you, you don't get like any notifications like past a certain time or just no notifications on the days that you're not working and then if you feel like you need to check it's up to you it's not somebody else hounding you mm, that leads on to Gillian's question actually checking emails etc on non-working days when you have your kids yes or no George see I sit on the fence here I would say I'd love to say no don't but then that causes me more stress because I wonder what's going on so sometimes I think 
Oh, I just control free. Yeah, not that, but you know, you don't (laughs) want to come in on like a for me like a Tuesday. I don't want to come in on a Tuesday and realize that there was something I could have sorted out on the Friday that would have now would now save me like four hours. Um, So I check occasionally, but maybe just once a day. Like I said, like if Gigi's sitting down watching TV for half an hour, and I'll think to myself, right. I've got half an hour. I'm just going to have a quick check. Um, but that's up to you. Like, uh, you, you you shouldn't have to do that. But if it's going to make you feel better, then fine. But if it's just going to cause you more stress, then no. Yeah, so I've been through this, actually, that I, um, for, for years, I've been working seven days, seven days, seven days, seven days, because I work the weekends. And mm. I'd never said anything about it. And, you know, as the months were going on, it was like I was contactable seven days a week, Monday to Sunday, and then it started all over again. And then I had a really productive conversation with my agent, the lovely Kathy, and just said to her, look, well, actually, she said to me, this is not sustainable. You're, you're, you know, you, you, you're in a bit of a bad place at the minute and you need to have a rest like everybody else does. Mm. And um, so now, and it was the best boundary that I could have set because I said, you know what? I actually can't do it anymore. I can't be contactable seven days a week. I can't be answering emails on a Sunday. I can't be doing this one for Wednesday. And she will now speak to me on a Friday and say, which two days were you planning to have off next week? And I might say to her, look, we've got a really full on week. You know, I can only have a Wednesday afternoon, but on that Wednesday afternoon, she just blocks it out. So nobody Contact can get at me. You. That's so and it's good. the best yeah. thing that I did because I'm in control of it. I I've set the boundary. I've said what works for me. And actually, I deserve to have two days off a week like everybody else does. I was going to say, seven days a week is unrealistic. Like, yeah, so unrealistic. I've been doing it for years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the thing is as well, like we say, like, even if you're not working and you're looking after the kids, right, even if you're not, you're still contactable. And that's yeah. sometimes half the problem, isn't it? It's like when you go on holiday, now we're so contactable. Like, there's emails. Everything's on our phones. So it's almost, I mean, do, you, do we have to go back to having two phones again? <laughs> Like I yeah. used, to, I used to have a BlackBerry for work, and then like yeah. my phone is my phone, and actually that's quite nice because then you can just stick it in a drawer and not look at it anymore. Do you remember BBM chats? Oh, BBM, yeah. What's your BBM, BBM chats? <laughs> Love that. What's your BBM? What's your BBM? Um, I think this is just a statement from Nick. Toddler, full time job, just started an MSC, trying to juggle friends. I'm totally overwhelmed. Help. <sighs> yes, Brilliant. it's a lot. It is. It's such a lot. It's a lot. Anamatha who we're actually going to have back on the podcast would say that you're potentially heading towards burnout. Yeah. And actually this is the stage to really start setting those boundaries to like putting things in, you know, manageable boxes before it's too late where it just, it seems all too much, you know, and then you can't even, you can't even get from A to B because your mind isn't able to process anything, which is where I was a couple of months ago. I was just like, I can't do anything. Everything's too overwhelming. I can't figure anything out. Yeah. And it's like I just needed to do it in small Kind manageable of pe- yeah exactly. exactly yeah exactly um but yeah have a little listen to our, our podcast on burnout with her because that was really fantastic tips in there and also we did an incredible one with caroline Britton, who talks about kind of putting yourself in a bubble in the morning and just yeah. making sure that everybody can't pull you apart like an octopus make sure you're okay yeah this is from raj starting a new job but want to try for a baby asap is that cheeky no is the answer to that. No, of course no, it's, not cheeky. it's not cheeky. Definitely not. In fact, we actually hired someone on Made by yes! Mummies, our lovely assistant Katie, when she was 36 weeks pregnant, I want to say. And she had a couple of weeks with us and she's on mat leave now because yeah. like what 
that that's fine. <laughs> you know, that that's that's what we do. Like as women, we do have we do have babies, and yeah. if we you know if we want to have jobs and babies and you know everything else, that's that comes you know part part of it. Um, so absolutely not. Don't worry about that. Yeah, we haven't spoken about Katie yet, no. actually, but we did because we were kind of waiting till she'd come back from mat leave before we sort of made the announcement and stuff. But we have had the lovely Katie Kirkpatrick working with us for a couple of weeks. And as George said, she was she was 36 weeks pregnant with her third when we took her on. But um, she's been absolutely fantastic so far. So, yeah, we're excited for you guys to meet her as well. Yeah. Um, but no, if you want to have a baby, it only makes you a better person and it makes you a better worker. So exactly. Don't worry yeah, about that. Don't worry about that. How do you work eight hours a day with kiddies? Work nights to catch up from all the interruptions this is what i do <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this mental, is what i do and actually i've got a friend who lives around the corner and we both work three days a week freelance um and like technically eight hours on each of those three days but eight hours is really difficult like to fit yeah. in um and we're always complaining about having to pick up work in the evening but i guess <sighs> I saw it's difficult because eight hours is a re, is a really long time, right? To be sat at a desk working, and so I do sometimes think if you do have to stand up for half an hour and go out and do the school run or whatever, then you do come back refreshed. So you're almost going to mm. make more of the hours that you are working if you're mm. not sat there solidly. Um, but this is this whole thing, isn't it? With like sort of flexible working, is that it's it allows you to work when you want to work. So sometimes that does mean that because you've had an hour out during the day to do something, you know, to pick kids up from school or make dinner or whatever it is, that there will be some work to pick up in the evening. Um, and it's, it, it's, it is a challenge. Um, and it might be that you need some extra support at home. Like that's what I've mm. been thinking about that, like, you know, someone to get someone in to come and make make dinner in the in the afternoons and sort of do some homework with the kids so then I'm not spending every evening picking up emails that's good advice it's just the juggle isn't it really um the ultimate never-ending juggle of life (laughs) um I like um I like this one because this one is me Beth (laughs) self-employed how do you know when to say no to work there's just not enough hours in the day oh my gosh yeah this one this one takes a bit of um a bit of time to figure it out because as a self-employed person Beth you will be always or be used to saying yes to everything it's very very different when you work for somebody and you have the security of you know money coming in every single month when you're freelance or you're self-employed it's all about you and it falls on you so you're constantly saying yes to everything because you're like well I don't know when my next piece of work is going to come in and as a freelance presenter I've spent the last nearly 20 years saying yes to virtually every single job because I just didn't know when I was going to be getting paid again or when the next bit of work was there. Um, But I think actually for self-preservation and to set your own boundaries so that people know that you're not there as the doormat that will do everything, you need to be able to say actually either um, because uh, you know th- this is the same goes for how much you charge for things. And my friend came to me the other day and said, "Look, I'm I'm still only charging X amount for my photographic work per month. Mm. Uh, uh, sorry, per hour. But actually, I think I deserve this much now." And I said, "Well, then send an email to all of your clients and say I'm not thirty pounds an hour anymore. I'm forty five because yeah. that's what I did. You know." And it's amazing. And, and she was like, "I actually haven't lost any work. Mm-hmm. I've actually probably got more work as a result of it." And it's the same for the work that you say yes to. It's very important. Think about the 
projects that you love. Think about the ones that you need to do. And then everything else, it's, I'm really sorry, but I can't take any more work on. And it's amazing. The same goes for like dating and relationships. The minute you say you're, you're busy or you can't do something, they yeah. just come knocking. Absolutely. No, I was going to say that I'm only yeah. recently self-employed and yeah. I, com- I completely understand that because it's, it's a different it's a different frame of mind um, that you've got to have and you have. You've got to set your own boundaries and sort of your own limits. So... Yeah, good luck with that. Should we do one more? Yeah. How to achieve it. 11 p.m., just finished work, teacher, no time to poo. (laughs) (laughs) No time to poo. Oh, Oh my gosh. That's hysterical. How (sighs) to achieve it. If we knew, we'd be um, Michelle Obama's. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But it is boundaries, isn't it? It is literally setting boundaries. It's like not just doing what you can do. So you can't do everything. You absolutely can't do everything. In fact, I was talking to this lady. um, (laughs) There's a new uh, coffee shop that's opened just down the road from me. And they've got a laundrette at the back. Oh, lovely. And um, I was just chatting to her. I'd gone for a run and I'd got completely soaking wet so I went in there for a coffee and I was like oh god so what do you do here and she said well you can just drop off your washing and we'll wash it um dry it fold it up and return it to you um like in 48 hours and I was like oh gosh that's so good and she said yeah I worked out that I was spending 11 hours a week doing the laundry at home and I was like 11 hours a week she said yeah and so then I just thought like that's there must be other people who are spending that much time so I think it is about like in order to achieve it all it's about finding those things that are really taking you so long so it could be like the washing it could be the food shopping it could be prepare you know preparing dinners it could be anything and then finding what you can actually like not do because it's literally I mean 20 pounds I think it is to drop all your washing off have it all dried all folded and returned to you in return for like 11 hours a week back oh my yes, god please. i'm doing yes, that <laughs> please you know when someone puts it to you like that you're like oh yeah oh yeah why would you not do that so i think it's finding those little things that you know those little sort of i guess bits of help that you can get um if you can so, yeah. Oh my God, that sounds incredible. I, I reckon I probably do about 20 hours of washing a week. The other day, my mum said to me, oh my gosh, the amount, she's over here from Kenya at the minute. She was like, the amount of clothes you've got in um, the laundry room. I was like, yeah, mum, three children, yeah. an outfit a day, seven outfits, 21 outfits a week. That's 80 outfits a month. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. I was like, even just doing the maths on it was um, was freaking me out. Basically, I, I, yeah, there's too much dirty washing in this house. I can't get on with it. <laughs> Someone said help. So before we say goodbye this week, George, we need to do products. Do you want to kick us off? We do. Um, Right, so I'm going to kick us off with a new sort of shampoo and conditioner that I've been using. So it's actually been created by Nikki Clark's wife. So when I heard that, I thought, right, I know this is going to be good. And it's been specifically designed for postpartum hair and hair loss. And so, I I mean, my hair is still quite thick, but I definitely have noticed that the texture hasn't been so great. And also Mm. I've been noticing with some shampoos that my hair like if I if I tongue it the curls don't stay in as much yeah. Yeah. but basically I've been using this and it's got no silicon in it which is apparently if you want your curls to stay in you should look for a shampoo without silicon in it and right. I've been so impressed by it the packaging's beautiful and it smells lovely but ultimately it's the results that you want and I, I've been blown away I think it's really good my hair feels stronger like it, I'm not having to wash my hair as much, much. Yeah, everything that good. I look for in a shampoo and conditioner it, it's come 
coming up Trump. So we too, um, the brand is called, they'll be on Instagram. So yeah, definitely have a look. Love that. Um, I am going to um, talk about something that was given to Luna by her godmum Evie. Now me and Evie know each other from Kenya. She's uh, born and raised in, in Africa and she has fostered a baby elephant that was orphaned for Luna. Her name is Tari. This is all through the Sheldrick Wildlife Trust. This is such a beautiful, beautiful gift that you could give to your um, to your kids for their birthdays. Um, and obviously it's doing such amazing things as well um, for like orphaned elephants. They have so many, so many in Kenya. Um, so if you just go onto the Sheldrick Wildlife Trust, you can foster an elephant. They send you a really beautiful like laminated certificate of Tari and there's a photograph and they keep you up to date with how she's doing. And then one day they'll release her back into the wild when she's, um, you know, big enough and strong enough to do it oh again. So do you know what? Such a lovely thing to do. That is such a lovely idea. And I've actually heard as well, you know, like if you have a big party like if you have the whole class to your child's party and they end up getting 30 presents that is so much I've actually heard about people doing like just like a donation and just setting up like a like a link where someone can just go on and like donate to a certain charity or and I think that's actually such a good idea it's a a better idea than just sort of Ending up with 30 presents, which is way too much for any child. Yeah, totally. And a complete... Like yeah, yeah just terrible a complete waste. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, so this is this is actually inspired by Katie, our lovely assistant, who's just had a baby. Because we were talking to her about, you know, what what do you actually want when you've just had a baby? Like, what what would actually help a new mum? And she introduced us to a brand called By Ruby. Now they're sort of similar to like the cook meals, and they're just you know like a lovely cottage pie you can just put in the oven, um, and you can have them delivered, or you can pick them up in like various farm shops across the UK. I think there's like stockists in. Devon, there's one near me in Essex, Um, but they are such good quality. I've tried them myself, they're gorgeous. So, yeah, definitely check them out whether you've had a baby or not. Um, They're useful. Yeah. Um, Now, I love this because this was influenced (laughs) by my partner, Georgia. Um, I need to talk about the Marks and Spencer's cotton joggers, which I posted on my stories, but Georgia, you've posted on Mama's stories as well. I saw them in you the other day and I was like, oh my God, they're such a bargain and they're such a gorgeous fit. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you had the shock pink I then bought the shocking pink but you've just told me that you've now got them in three colors yeah the, the whole set is under 30 quid um the bottoms come up true to size but the top comes up really small really? I ordered a 12 well, yeah and it's it, it it fits like an eight so I would double like size up twice basically I ended up buying a 20 in one yeah. of the hoodies but just purely because that's all they had they literally just had a 20 but I looked at it and I thought well this would just be how I would want a hoodie anyway sort of oversized yeah. it comes sort of like mid thigh it's just a bit looser um, but yeah 30 pounds they wash so mm-hmm. well there's so many lovely colours they're perfect for kind of our lifestyle I guess at the moment yeah. where we're just chucking on working at home um, perfect for the weekend yeah love them yeah, um, great. I'm going to finish up with a beauty product um, I have been using the Clinique Smart Repair Serum I want to say maybe for the last four weeks I do try and use a product for at least that amount of time before I mention it because um, mm. my skin's quite sensitive and also just to see whether it actually you know makes any difference and I'd say this is a really lovely all round sort of anti-aging serum it, it hydrates your skin um, it's definitely 
sort of helps to plump plump the skin it's just an all-round you know if you're just looking for one you just want one serum that you can use in the morning and in the evening this is it you do need to use spf um because it will make your skin a little bit more sensitive to sunlight but yeah i really rate it it's just an all-round lovely serum amazing love that um so yeah that is it for um friday's episode as always please please give us a little follow you can also subscribe to the podcast and a rate and review would also be an absolute touch uh george also keep sending in your photos yeah please we absolutely love to see them but also we would really appreciate your suggestions for these Q&A episodes because ultimately they are for you you're sending in the questions and we want to make sure that we're covering the topics that you actually want to hear about so do just drop us a DM we're on at Made by Mummers and we'll be back on Tuesday Made by Mummers is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason Insanity Group. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.